Welcome to We Are Home, the podcast. Hi, I'm Fimo. Let's meditate. Notice how it feels to close your eyes and to settle into a position that is comfortable and that you can maintain for the next 10 minutes or so. What does it feel like to turn your gaze inward and to focus on the life happening within you? As you connect with your breath, can you sense the life force that has brought you into this moment? You may have meditated many times before, but your awareness, your consciousness is fresh. This moment is new. So as you continue to be with your breath, to follow each in-breath and out-breath, see this as an opportunity to explore dimensions of yourself that are too often ignored, overlooked, neglected due to the busyness of life.
slowly bring your attention back to the room and when you feel ready, you can open your eyes. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. Well, Canadian Thanksgiving. Now, I'm not sure how many Canadians celebrate the holiday, but it's fair to say that across the country, families, friends, acquaintances, colleagues, classmates, and perhaps even strangers gathered at some point to share a meal. To share a meal that might have included turkey and maybe even some ham. I know I used to love me some cranberry sauce and my mom's stuffing, both the wet and dry stuffing, was just, ooh, so good. But with COVID alive and well, I avoid large indoor gatherings and so I didn't attend Thanksgiving dinner. If I'm being honest, COVID wasn't the only thing that kept me away. There's the fact that I'm not completely comfortable with the holiday and also, yeah, there's more. I've come to realize that, well, I'm just not the biggest fan of gatherings. There, <laughs> I said it. Ah, I feel somewhat lighter. I started to notice this when I was working as an English teacher at an international school in China, where for the most part, the expat staff was really big on hanging out together. Needless to say, there were a whole lot of gatherings. All types of gatherings. I mean, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a cupcake party until a drama teacher organized one. There was always a poker night and then, of course, movie nights, which I never understood because to me, a movie, much like a book, is best enjoyed alone. <laughs> it really is. Unless you're going to the movie theater, then okay, I get it. It didn't take long for the staff at every school I worked at to realize that I was going to be politely declining most of their invitations. If only I could have done the same thing for all those useless staff meetings that really could have been emails. In her book, The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters, conflict mediator and strategist Priya Parker writes, We gather to solve problems we can't solve on our own. We gather to celebrate, to mourn, and to mark transitions. We gather to make decisions. We gather because we need one another. We gather to show strength. We gather to honor and acknowledge. We gather to build companies and schools and neighborhoods. We gather to welcome and we gather to say goodbye. But here is the great paradox of gathering. There are so many good reasons for coming together that often we don't know precisely why we are doing so. Parker believes that it's vital to carefully think about why we're gathering. She points out that many hosts, facilitators, guides, and school principals, okay, she didn't include school principals, but I'm still in my feelings about those useless staff meetings. Anyways, she points out that very often the people organizing the gathering skip this first step. She writes, 
we often let old or faulty assumptions about why we gather dictate the form of our gatherings. We end up gathering in ways that don't serve us or not connecting when we ought to. For example, have you ever gone to a birthday dinner and when it's done, you're thinking, hmm, that was nice, but something was missing. The category of the gathering was established. It was a birthday dinner. But did anyone take the time to reflect on the purpose of the birthday dinner? Now, I know you may be thinking, well, Fimo, the purpose was to share a meal and celebrate someone's birthday. But why? Why the meal? Why the celebration? By having a purpose, it allows for everyone involved to be a lot more intentional about what they do and say. If I decide to leave my house to spend time with people, I'm really hoping to meet my need for connection and meaning. And so naturally, I really enjoy gatherings where that is the purpose. I believe that whenever a group comes together to do something, there's the potential for magic. In the words of Chef Alice Waters, this is the power of gathering. It inspires us delightfully to be more hopeful, more joyful, more thoughtful, in a word, more alive. This week, see if you can deconstruct your all-time favorite gathering or gatherings. What made the gathering so meaningful, so enjoyable? And before going to your next gathering, whether it's in person or on Zoom, ask yourself why. Why is the gathering happening? I'd like to end today's episode with a positive affirmation that you can repeat with your full voice or quietly to yourself. I am worthy of taking up space. I am worthy of taking up space. Thank you for being here. See you next time.